Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Michael McCurry, your host, and I'm so very thankful for the opportunity that I have once again to speak to you. I'm going to ask you if you're listening right now, would you consider doing this to be a help to the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated? You know that this program plays on over 110 radio stations across America and internationally as well. It also plays on different podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, all those different places. But it also, we release the video version of this program on YouTube as well. Well, even if you listen on the radio, if you, even if you listen on podcasts, would you consider going over to our YouTube channel? You can just search Bible Tracts Inc. That's B-I-B-L-E. T-R-A-C-T-S-I-N-C, Bible Tracts, Inc. And maybe if you consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, maybe liking this video from today, and maybe just sharing it with someone as well, realize there's so many folks that have the opportunity, praise God, to listen to radio. And so if you have some friends that listen to radio, encourage them to tune to your favorite radio station at the time that this program comes on. Maybe you have podcast friends, but many people these days, of course, consume content by YouTube. And so let me encourage you, help us out in that way. We'd love for dozens and hundreds of people beyond even just the reach of radio. Of course, there's hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people, maybe maybe even hundreds of thousands of people that listen to this program on a weekly or monthly basis. And so let me encourage you, go over to YouTube, search for Bible Tracts, Inc., subscribe to our channel, and maybe you'll see some interesting content, some behind-the-scenes content in the coming days as well. Let's dive into our Bibles. We're in the book of Luke, chapter number 2. The book of Luke, chapter number 2. I'm going to begin reading in chapter number 40. Luke 2 and verse number 40. We've got a little bit of a punchy subject for us today. A little bit in your face. It might come across as a little bit blunt, but I've found every once in a while that I need someone to get in my face. And if you'd allow us to, we're going to look at the Bible and see what the Bible might have to uh, get in our face about. Luke chapter 2 and verse number 40, the Bible says this, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. And he went down with them, and came to Nazareth, and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus, this child that we've been speaking of for the last twelve verses, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God 
and man. We've talked this entire week about being like Jesus, how you and I should want to be like Jesus. We've talked about how we should want our children to be like Jesus. We've discussed the fact that Jesus was a missionary, and if we should want to be like Jesus, then you and I should want to be like Jesus, not just packing up our belongings and moving to a foreign field to reach the natives there. No, but that we should be a missionary right where we live. But if God does call you to full-time ministry in any capacity, including a high calling of being a missionary on the foreign field, then I would not, I would not be fearful about that. I would not be trepidatious. I would thank God for the opportunity to partake in that high calling. We've talked about the fact that Jesus was a missionary and that we should want to be missionaries like him. But we've also discussed some reasons why we might not want to be like Jesus. Maybe it's because we don't care about the lost like we should. Maybe it's because we don't think important what Jesus thinks important. Maybe it's because we don't think being a missionary is a prominent enough occupation, but as we've already discussed, it's a high calling. Maybe it's because we have a low bar for ourselves or our children. If we can keep our children out of jail, that'll be good enough for us. No, friend, we should want the best for our children. Maybe it's simply because we are fearful, and I can empathize with that. It's a scary concept to think that we have the opportunity, and we are the bearers of God's truth in this world. We are God's hands. We are God's feet to reach the lost. But what a privilege it is, is it not? We should not be scared about that. So, if we do want to be like Jesus, if we want our children to be like Jesus, if we want to raise our children similarly to what we just read about Jesus in God's Word, then how can we concisely, consciously, purposefully raise our children to be missionaries? How can we consciously and purposefully be missionaries ourselves? Before we dive in, though, let me point out very quickly that God did not choose bums as the parents, the earthly parents of his son, Jesus Christ. God did not choose the worst of the worst when it came to Joseph and Mary. No, I'm sure jo Joseph was a good man. Mary was a virtuous woman, not worthy of worship as some would opine. But still, they were good people, I would hazard a guess. And can I also say this? God didn't choose bums when he chose the parents of your children either. You say, you don't know my failures. Oh, but God does. And he still chose to entrust to your care as stewards the care of your children. Why? Or should I say, how can we be more like Jesus? How can we be, like, be a missionary? In stature and spirit. As we begin, we see in Luke chapter 2, verse 40, the child grew. We see the stature there, the, the physical health of that child, Jesus. Jesus, of course, was healthy, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually. He waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. That sounds like his spirit. He sound like, sounds like a healthy young man, but can I go where angels and demons sometimes fear to tread? We should all, every single one of us listening right now, should strive to be healthy, not just spiritually. We should, of course, read our Bibles. We should do all those things. We should strive to be healthy, not just spiritually, but emotionally, mentally, and physically. Could we talk about, could we just kind of spar with, could we slap at some of these things for just a moment? Can I encourage you 
with this fact, or oh, maybe it'll be a conviction to you, it'll be very difficult to raise children like Jesus. It'll be very difficult to raise missionary children, people that care about the lost, when mom and dad are narcissistic with each other all the time. If you've ever said, tell your mom to pass the salt over here, and been narcissistic and spoken indirectly through your children, and put this facade on that, you, that your wife isn't worthy of speaking to, or your husband, if you treat your wife or you treat your husband with that level of disrespect, you should slap yourself in the face. I'm honest with you, friends. I'm being honest with you, friend. That is not just unfortunate. That's sinful. That is wrong. And you are not raising yourself or your children to be missionaries when you act in such an unhealthy, mental and emotional manner. That's not wise. Can I talk to you, fathers? You should be keeper. You should, you should be the head of your home, should you not? May I say something that may sound blunt and you may not like whatsoever? If so, you can tune me off, but you'll know it's true and it'll eat at you for the next years of your life. If you stay up past midnight playing video games, can I give you some advice? Get, period, a, period, life, period. May I also speak to you teenagers as well? If you stay up past midnight scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or you fill in the blank and you play video games till all hours and you can't wake up in the morning, can I also give you some advice? Get a life. You say, oh, you're just one of those old fogies that's, that's always against all the... No, friend, I know. I was old, I'm old enough to know what a GameCube is and Atari, and I know what an N64, Star Fox on, on N64. That is the way to go. Army Man on N64, I'm all about it. Some of you out there are shaking your head saying, yep, I remember those classics. Super Smash Bros. on N64. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed those things. But I also know what an Xbox is and a PlayStation. I also know what Facebook is. I know that's where most of the older folks are at, and Twitter, and Instagram, and all that, but I am 30 years old. I am more than capable of being in touch with the younger generation, and I never imagined I'd have to tell 40, 45, 50-year-olds to put down the controller and go to sleep so you can wake up and not look all bleary-eyed when you go to work in the morning, as you should be going to work to provide for your family. Get a life, sir. You'd have far more respect from your wife if you treated her more important than your video games. And if that hits you where it hurts, then tough. Like it or lump it. You want to be a missionary? You want to be like Jesus was a missionary? Then get a life and stop with the video games. Stop with all the social media. It's not helping you anyway. It's making you divisive, distracted, discouraged, and defiled. Get off them. You say, all right, Brother Mike, you've said your piece now. Friend, Jesus was healthy. He was healthy physically, yes. Maybe we should talk, and again, I say we're angels and demons fear to tread. Maybe we should talk about our personal health as well. Maybe we should talk about the way we treat ourselves. I heard a wise man say, treat yourself as if you were a dear family member that you were entrusted to care for. Maybe hot dogs and mac and cheese every day isn't the healthiest way to live. You say, mind your own business. Friend, I want you to live a long, healthy life so you can tell the most amount of people possible about Jesus. And it's not going to happen when you have heart disease in early ages 
and you have early onset diabetes, it's not going to happen for you. You say, I'm already dealing with those things. Can I tell you, friend? So start living as healthy as you can right now because this body is a temple. You say, this isn't the type of thing that uh, a, an evangelist on a Bible Tract Echoes radio program should be talking about. What should I be talking about? Because it sounds like Jesus was healthy in body and mind, both spiritually and emotionally. And I see a lot of Christians that are hooked on antidepressants because they're not healthy in any of those things. I ask you again, where are missionaries going to come from if not from our homes? Point me to the, in the direction of the people I should be talking to right now. But I believe I'm talking to people that I hope are of the book, Christians that believe the same things I do. And at some point, we might need a wake-up call. Wake up and smell the coffee. I don't even drink the stuff. I don't have anything against it. My wife drinks enough for the both of us. But wake up and smell the coffee and realize that we've got a world that we've got to reach. And we need to do it now. And I'll ask you. After slapping you around, I'll ask you very nicely, would you join me tomorrow for the last day of this week of broadcasts? We'll talk about some more encouraging things, all right? Have a great day for His glory. I love you, folks. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.